Hi, everybody. This is Norman with our daily podcast, We Go For It, sharing stories and observations for the boldly aspiring. This is season one, second language learners, episode 19. Efficiency is underrated in the creative learning process. They, with the best logistics, wins. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, if we're talking about victory, we're talking about success, we're talking about achieving our goals, our objectives, whatever we say is important for us. And I'm of the belief, not the belief, I know through experience and study that, you know, massive heroic victories, they come about, sure they do, but they come about as a result of enormous amounts of unheroically plodding along, showing up, and and imperfectly getting it done on a regular basis. There's really nothing heroic about winning. A lot of effort, a lot of the effort that is that goes into it is quite of the unglamorous type. It's that work that you do on your own. It's plodding along on a daily basis, having some really good sessions or good days and some pretty lousy ones. But the idea here is the cumulative effort. You see, it's important that we create spaces in our day when we can be creative and or learn. Now, for the for the purposes of season one of this season, and meaning uh, referring to second language learners, we're talking about learning. Uh, that's what for the purposes of this particular season. And, you know, when we're talking about authentic learning, it's really a matter of concrete performance. Where concrete performance and results are concerned, it's a constant exercise. I really believe that, of do, fail, adjust, do, succeed, learn, do it all over again. The the great management educator, Mr. Tom Peters, he coined the phrase or repeated the phrase, fail faster, succeed sooner. It's not a cliche. It really isn't. Get going post haste. The right time to start, the right time to get something done is now. Right now. You see, when we do the effort failure adjustment routine, what we're doing is we're we're learning. We're stepping out, we're proactively doing something, and we're learning from what we're doing. Some of it maybe is we're getting it wrong, other parts we're getting right. We're accumulating experience and we're converting that into pragmatic knowledge that will enable us to continue to move forward in the right direction. Effort, failure, adjustment, effort, success, learning. Wash, rinse, and repeat. And do it over and over enough. Now, you must do this often enough so that you build a critical mass. You build momentum. And you then push yourself to the other side of autonomy in communication. You practice the language 
so often, you think in the target language often enough, meaning regularly enough, that you achieve a level of autonomy in communication, meaning you're independent now, and the learning starts to take on a life of its own. But in order for this to happen, you must repeat, repeat, repeat consistently, excuse me. And you know, this is where personal efficiency comes in. Now, what do we mean by efficient? Well, efficient means that you're achieving a maximum amount of productivity with minimum wasted effort or expense. We want to keep that, we don't want to have a lot of waste. If we're going to make an effort, we're going to, we want it to produce a result. If we want to uh, spend a certain amount of money, we want it to produce a particular result without having to spend too much. It means working in a well-organized and competent way. We could also look at it this way. What about maximizing our productivity by being well-organized with our time and efforts. Now, for our purposes, we want to be able to consistently allocate blocks of time for that which is important to us, what we say is important to us. We go back to the quote at the very beginning of our of season one here, episode one, are you in earnest? Always keep that in mind whenever you're going for an objective, whenever you have to start going through the difficult through the difficult steps, the difficult moments, you need to stop and ask yourself, are you in earnest, Norman? Do you really have to have what it is you say you have to have? You need to be honest with yourself. And if you are, well, then you will make more of an effort to find the time to get it done. And rather than find time, I think that it's important that we make time. And what's the difference? Well, find time is, well, if I find the time, it's very passive. If I find the time, I'll get it done, which means you won't, because there's always going to be something that is urgent, or we believe is urgent, or more important, particularly when it comes to practicing for our second language, or third or fourth. So rather than wait around to find the time, we're going to have to grab the bull by the proverbial horns, and we're going to have to make time. Make a decision, make time, make it work. You're going to have to do that as part of a process where you're aware of what works for you and what doesn't, so that we can be as efficient as possible with our efforts. Now, as we continue to take a look at all this, what we have to take into consideration are a few things. We have to, first of all, be careful about one size fits all. When you have people saying, you know, if you do this and you, you need to do this, this, and this in this way, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to work for you. I have, I have spent, I don't know how many years trying to stay on a workout routine. I am, I have given myself the challenge. I have given myself the challenge. I asked myself a very, very important question for me, which was, Norman, 
if you decided to work out every day for 40 minutes, every day for one year, what will your body be like and what will your life be like? And my answer to that question was, I don't know. So right now, I am in the process of figuring it out. I am currently on day 18 of my routine. I have been consistent. I have been regular. Do I see the results already? You bet I do. In many, many ways. And as we go through our seasons, through our podcast in the ne- over the next year, I'll be sharing. I'll be giving you updates on how it's going, on on my progress and sticking with it. What I did was, well, you know, working out is not learning a language, but we're talking about objectives. So all of it really, they, they, they kind of, uh, they relate to each other in one way or another. I spent many, many years trying to stay on a routine and I would try different times of day, different, different routines. Finally, COVID hit. And you couldn't go to the gym anymore. You, you, you know, we had, I didn't have any equipment. So, you know, at my age, I decided to leverage technology. I got on my phone, as most people do, and I researched. What kind of exercises, what kind of routines can I do without using any weights? Just body weight. And I tried to get creative. And I did it. I've done it. I've, I, I, I put together a bunch of exercises that work for me, working in a circuit, I exercise 40 minutes at 11 o'clock at night, at midnight, at 1 a.m. I've done already two 1 a.m. sessions because that's the only time I could. And so far. And I have done a consistent routines, alternating, you know, upper body, lower body, etc., etc. And it's been working. I'm getting it done. It's become so automatic that when people interrupt me, I ignore them. I don't feel self-conscious about, oh, I'm, I'm working out and in comes the wife, you know, or in come the kids. No, I'm, I'm busy. I'm in my thing. I'm really in my, in my zone. Not saying that I'm being rude or impolite with anybody. I've chosen times that are, that are non-peak times, right? Uh, midnight is pretty non-peak and I get on with it. And I can tell you right now, these past 18 days have been incredible days, incredible days. And just that feeling of getting it done on a daily basis. It's kind of late tonight and I'm probably going to have, I'm probably going to be doing a late night one, another late night, um, a late night session. And so what? I realized that I can do just about anything for 40 minutes. An hour might not be so good. It might be drag. I might be dragging a bit, but forty minutes, yeah, I can get it done. And it's a great feeling. And I don't necessarily sleep as much as I should. I'm up early the next morning, a little groggy, get the coffee going. But I love what I'm doing. I love why I'm doing it. And so that works for me. That might not work for someone else. So as we are, as we are determining our best times to work on our second language skills, to think in the target language. And I go back to that over and over again. We have to take a few things into consideration in order to be, and here's the word, guys, sustainably efficient. Because once you have that, once you are sustainably efficient, 
you start to win. You start accumulating these little victories, these daily... You, it is such a powerful effect as a cumulative effort. And there are here a few things that we can look at, and you could take these and use them for almost any objective that you're shooting for. Just a few. I'm sure you can come up with many more if you sit down for an hour and think about it. Just a few just to get us going. What's our main source of income? Our relate And what are the related efforts and logistics? You know, what, what do I mean? Well, where do you work? How long does it take you to get to work? At what time do you need to wake up in the morning? Uh, what are what are the what are the work patterns during the day? When do you take lunch? You, take that into consideration. You might see an opportunity in there for something that you need to that you want to get done. Here's another one. What are what are our health routines? Our sleeping, eating, exercising routines. Do we have them? What when are when when do we eat what we eat? Are we eating a lot late at night? Are we not? That will affect also when we can work on, when we can think in the target language. We have my favorite because it's something that is around the clock present for me. Work and family logistics, travel times, drop-offs, pickups, distance, means of transport, who are we taking where and when. You know, and, you know, right now, um, my, my wife is with our, our daughter. She's at, at soccer practice, and my son just rode his bike over for his later night soccer practice. You know, I may have to go and get him, or, or at least to maybe accompany him half the way, whatever. And I've got my youngest over here um, doing a bit of work here at home. So where is everybody? How, what, what are our logistics on this particular evening or, or during the week? You got to keep those things in mind. It's not to create obstacles. It's to have clarity because when you have clarity, you can see the, the things that might hold you a bit back that you need to say, well, I can't do this. But you're also going to see the opportunities, those little moments when you can consistently do what you need to do to get to where you want to go. This is very pragmatic stuff. The next one is our peak times. We've talked about that. When am I at my best? When am I mentally the sharpest? It's good to know. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be able to part to partake of your activity during this time of day. But at least you know. Um, I don't really think that I'm at my best physically when I'm working out at 1 a.m. in the morning. I don't really think so. But I get, but I, you know, I go for it and I get it done. Uh, would it be better maybe at 9 o'clock in the morning after having had my nice breakfast at 7 and relaxed? I would imagine, yes. Do I have that luxury right now? No. So it's good to know, but that doesn't necessarily mean you have to stick to it. But it's good to know. It might be something to shoot for. One of the thing that I find very important that I think really helps, it really does, and is sharing, getting, you know, sharing with and getting buy-in from your family and from those that you live with. I think it's important if they are supportive of what you're doing. They might not be. And now I'm going to contra contradict what I've just said. And if they are not supportive, well, too bad. Get on with it. But it would help. 
And it's nice to know who you, who who's there to support you or not. Um, a few nights ago, no, more than a week ago already, um, I was ready to throw in the towel in my routine uh, odyssey, in my workout odyssey. And I think it was 1 a.m. And my eldest son, I said to him, you know, I'm just going to bed. It was like midnight, close to 1230. And he says, no, he says, no, no, no. He said, work out, go work out do your workout just 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 go for it get, get it done get it over with and then and then go to bed and um that really helped that really helped that little just that little nudge from somebody just saying hey, come on just just it's 40 minutes just go and do it no dramas here and i did it i was tired and i did it and i felt really good after it and i kept it going i kept the ball rolling and sometimes we need that so who in your family or who in your inner circle have who have who have bought in to your project and then you can tap into into their support or, or to talk to them about what you're doing and there are people that will that will be there and say hey you know i really i, I really i really admire what you're doing and if they don't say it they'll demonstrate it simply by listening to you really listening to you maybe giving you a little nudge when you need it that's sometimes all we need we talk about the critical inch get it done we get those people around us to kind of just kind of nudge us in the right direction when we're faltering just a little bit. I might need a little bit of a nudge tonight. And here we go. The last one on my list there, like I say, you guys can probably come up with a lot more. What are we willing to give up if only for a determined period of time? Uh, I love beer. I'm not a big beer drinker, but I've had my moments. And because of my new routine, uh, if I drink, let's say, at 6 or 7 o'clock at night, even one or two beers, I'm a lightweight, then I'm pretty tired, pretty useless then for the rest of the night. And that means I can't work out. That means that I can't drink. So I have to give up beer. I don't drink beer. I'm not a big drinker, but once in a while I like to have one. I can't. Because if I do that one time, then I'm not going to work out that night, for example. And then there goes my streak. Streaks are fun. I think it's fun to push yourself and say, can I do it? Can I do it? It's got to be something that, of course, you want to do. It's going to provide benefit. And then you go for it. I feel like I'm 15 years old again. Um, now, you might be tinkering with some of these variables for a while until you reach an activity structure that works for you. It's taken me a long time for me to put together my activity structure with regards to the little workouts, my little workouts, what I mean, my 40 minutes. And, you know, it, it took a bit of time, and but finally I, I found it, and it seems to work. And, you know, what activity structure works for you and that's sustainable and ecologically sound and viable. When I say ecologically, I don't mean I'm not talking about the environment. I'm, talking, I'm not talking about the outside environment. I'm talking about your environment. Check the ecology. Are you disrupting your family's life? Are you disrupting your, your job? Are you disrupting your other projects? You got to make sure that things remain in balance to a certain degree because you got to keep moving forward anyway because life is like that. So, you know, tinker away. Play with it. One of my favorite words, serious play, Peter Schrage. Tinker away, but get started. And get started post-haste. I like to believe that the imperfect start is infinitely better than the perfect 
I never got going. You know, you are inevitable if, if you get certain things done regularly. He who shows up most often wins. Go ahead and play around with these ideas. Try and determine a sustainable routine that will enable you to reach the language learning goals you've set for yourself so that you can be an efficient and effective communicator in your target language. If you have any problems trying to figure this out, let me know. It's what I do. I will be delighted to lend a hand and to work with you. So, ladies and gentlemen, wherever you are around the world, whichever time zone you happen to be in, I wish you a great day, a great evening, great success. This is Season 1, Episode 19 of our daily podcast, We Go For It, sharing stories and observations for the boldly aspiring. Take care, and I'll talk to you all tomorrow. Bye-bye.